Welcome to a special edition of the Bogart Podcast. We have uh, Nick with us. What's up? Uh, Nick, um, when I started working at my the job I recently got, um, I, I didn't really know what the job was about. Like, I just saw it on Indeed and had no idea what it was about, like, I only I had the job interview and they showed me around and, you know, I, I was like, this can't be a thing. Like this can't, like, mm-hmm. it's so small. Like you would think it would be a much bigger operation, you know? Yeah. So, but I mean, you got what you got, you know? I mean, they started that, what, um, like a few years ago, like they started, started what the, the online orders of where we work. Um, I don't know the lore of uh, of Country Max, but so I worked, I worked at one of the stores mm-hmm. before this job. Yeah, and we we had to send stuff out for what we're doing now. Yeah, so this was a couple of years ago. Um, I don't know how 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 recent it is that they've they have this this particular building. Yeah, because I I know there was like a uh, like a mattress. Thing. I, yep. think I think it still says like mattress on the, it, on the map quest or maps, Apple maps. It's spectrum mattress or something like that. No uh, spectrum windows. And, and Oh windows. yeah. yeah. Oh. Because the guy co- keeps coming there sometimes asking if this is spectrum windows. And, <laughs> and we're like, no, it's not. We're like, we wish. Yeah. <laughs> no. But yes. So, and I was before that I was working in the hospital and I liked it at first like getting to know the old residents and stuff like that. When I worked in the nursing home side, um, it was, it was a bad gig, but once the residents start dying that you got to know, yeah, that probably sucks, man. It, it was like, no, nah, I can't, yeah, I can't do this much longer because it's just, you know, I don't know. You get to know them and then they're gone the next day. Yeah. My mom did that for a while. She was, a, uh, you know, took care of the elderly and kind of ran a facility. She mm. moved around from facility to facility doing that. And it takes, a, it does take a special kind of person to, yeah, you know, in, in, enhance somebody's life yeah. at the later stages of that. And yeah, it's, that's always tough having yeah. to let go of somebody, but yeah. And so, um, but the, where I worked, it was the, um, it was basically the Alzheimer's, right? Alzheimer's floor. And they didn't know where the hell they were. Is the bugs bothering you? Oh, it's just it was flying in my face. Oh, uh, because we might have to shut the door if they get too crazy. Um, but yeah, so I mean, they had Alzheimer's, and you couldn't. They didn't know where they were. They didn't know what day it was. They they basically what they did for entertainment was they sat them down in a, like um, almost like a dining room. And all they watched was like reels of like funny things like cats falling. And it was just such random. They don't know. They can, they only have an attention span of like probably like two minutes and then they forget what's going on. So yeah. And then I got one of the residents was, um, 
what he had was not he had dementia but it wasn't as bad as the other residents right. and so when um he, i would clean his room he would ask me hey can you find me a two-bedroom apartment and he and i was like oh man like i can't i can't like what am i supposed to say so i was like uh yeah man i'll find you a two-bedroom they, apartment. they probably don't like give you like training right on how to handle these kind of situations right no 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 and out of all the places that should offer training you'd think you know elderly care would be well i worked in an environment i worked in environmental services which it's just basically a fancy word for like a janitor like yep it's just you go around and like i i don't hate the residents but when they blow up the bathroom like the toilets that's when i kind of get little bit yeah, man. like what the <laughs> fuck am i doing here because like yeah it would be some days would be fine and the other days it just seems like they gave the residents chili or something and they just exploded everywhere and disgusting yeah man so but yeah i mean i'm happy where i'm working now you well, know that's that's good it's just uh it's a little hard on my body i was a little sore um the like the first mm, Two weeks I was there. I was really sore. I was like, oh, man, I don't know if I can uh, handle this shit. And then I was like, oh, you know, I'll stick out. And now I'm fine. I have, like, growing pains and shit like that in my legs, but I don't know what you call it growing pains, but I don't know. Grown pains. There Already you know. grown pains. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. So, uh, yeah, Nick came up to me, and he was like, hey, man, I want to do a podcast. And I was like, hell, yeah, we'll do it. No problem. You know, it's, I, uh, I, uh, I just got put up the art, the Bogart podcast. I just put up that episode fucking the yellow box. Just, just shit the bed midway through it, yeah. racing everything from the, uh, the beginning part of it. And so I got that up and, you know, so, and then, uh, he's Nick's going to help me with the great festival. That's going to be fun. Yeah. This is the first time it, you're a wine connoisseur, right? Uh a little bit, yeah. I've been I've been getting into well, past couple of years I've been starting to get into wine a lot more and just enjoying it a lot more because I've tried to cut back a whole lot on some of the beer I used to drink. But Yeah. I like wine. It's uh it's more tasteful, it's it's fun to you know, it's everything in moderation kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's Naples is like, like there's at Great Festival, they have like this big area where they have different wineries from all over the place. It's like huge. Um, and I think it's like, I think it's like either 15 bucks to get in and you can sample any, all the, um, whatchamacallit, all the wines. So it's like a, just a, like a flat fee and then you go in there and you can just have as much. As oh you yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So that's why uh, Laura's going to, I don't drink anymore, but I, mean, I know I was gonna. I was gonna say, how is that gonna work with you? No. Oh, I, I'll, I'll find something to yeah. drink. There's, I mean, I'm sure I'll. I don't know. We'll get to that point when that comes. So uh, a a true wine connoisseur who tastes wine, they actually like when I went. So I went wine tasting with a past coworker of mine for his birthday. That's what he wanted to do, and I was like, oh yeah, let's do it. I never did it before. And we went, his dad 
picked us up. It was me, him, his fiance, and his friend and his dad. Mm-hmm. And we, his dad was the driver, and we went to Seneca Lake. Okay, up and down Seneca Lake, and it was just beautiful. And um, his dad knew where all the best, you know, red wine. So me, his name's Dan. Both the dad and my co- coworker named Dan. Yeah, him, Dan, and me all liked red wine. And his fiance and his friend kind of were like, didn't really like as much red, red wine. So we kind of knew where we wanted to go and he kind of set us up. There was this one wi- winery called Damiani's. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. Very good red wine. And um, some of the places though, Evan, they give you buckets because you're supposed to, like yeah. true wine tasting, you just, you, you just taste, taste and then and you, you spit, p- it out. spit it out. Oh. I did not do that. Yeah. So <laughs> I was, and I didn't eat anything. Oh, I was just no. drinking and not trying to get drunk. I wasn't trying to get drunk. I didn't set out to get drunk. But yeah. Oh, dude, it hit me all at once. Like when we oh, got back, no. I literally just like fell asleep at his, on, in his basement couch, woke up. I, I went through the entire st- stages of grief of drinking. Okay. So like hangover and headache. And then I just had a cup of coffee and I drove home. But yeah. I, so gonna take my take my time tomorrow and not not go through that again but oh yeah i mean because i don't want to carry you all the way to where my girlfriend has to be where you get picked up but no i mean i've had so the last time i was at the great festival it was me and uh my girlfriend laura and we went to the, the wine tasting area mm-hmm. and we you know, we're like oh wait, i like this one i like this one i like this one we ended up buying like eight bottles of wine and so we got home and we're like oh we'll we'll pop open one one led to two two led to three the i didn't have to work the next day but my girlfriend did and she works well she she's now one of the high ends of the environmental services she manages all the people but she had to work the ed at the time the emergency room cleaning and shit and she ran into my mom because my grandma was there. <laughs> He's like, oh, hey, Laura. And she was so fucking hungover. So hungover. And so my, she's like, uh, like, you know, like, oh, hey, Mrs. Mrs. Bogart. And she just, it was that whole shift was miserable. But I, I stayed home. I <laughs> slept on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know recovered her from home but yeah after that i never drank wine again that and there was another time where i had um uh what is it called uh hard cider that i can't drink anymore because i drank a pitcher of that at a bar once because someone didn't want the pitcher so they're like hey i'll sell this to you half off i'm like hell yeah so i ended up drinking the whole thing so I just, I severely miscalculated how, like, I just, I wasn't out, like I said, I wasn't out to get drunk, but I severely miscalculated yeah. how, how much I was actually consuming, because yeah. I wasn't spitting it out, I was like, I was sipping it, and, you know, I like to drink the wine, so I was just yeah. consuming it, but, yeah. I, but out of all the places we went to, only like two gave us actual buckets, which is kind of funny, so, uh-huh. and they weren't that, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, well, you're young, and you'll... Like, this was like two years ago. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, so you're what you're that would be 21. You were in 21, right? Yeah, yeah, so I'm 22. So, yeah, I mean, like, I learned very young, young not to go really overboard because the next day would be horrible, you would get nothing done. And but I, I didn't learn that lesson, I kept on drinking, even though I. I I don't know if I want to say if I'm, I was an alcoholic, but like I just went overboard every time I drank. Like I didn't yeah. have a limit, you know. So, but we're going into dark territory. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, yeah, Nick also came up to me and he was like, "Hey, man, you know anything I could do for the podcast? Let me let me do it." And I'm like, oh, yeah. "Well, we need someone to do social media because I don't have the time." Because I, I got to edit, I got to the the website and stuff like that, and I'm working on a new radio station. And so Nick came up to me, he's like, hey, man, anything I can do, uh, I can help out. I'm like, yep. So he we're, we're working on the social media part right now. Yeah. It's, I want to do multiple things like uh, TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. Uh, all, all the Zoomer the, stuff. Yeah, all the what the kids listen. <laughs> all the kids are into these days. What the kids are into. But um, yeah. So oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm uh, studying for school. I'm studying business administration with marketing as a mm-hmm. as my concentration because I would like to go into the music business mm-hmm. somehow. Maybe work at a record station or start my own record station, record company. I should say, not station. And, uh, but yeah, you know, I, I'm, I like Evan. I like his, 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 he's got a passion for doing this and mm-hmm. I resonate with that because I have, I'm very passionate about a lot of things. So I was like, you know, I do feel like I'm pestering him though a lot, but like, yo, I'll get, I'll, let me get on the podcast. Yo, let me, oh, let me no. do this. Let me I do mean, that. <laughs> there's some people at work that want to be on the podcast. That you just I, like, no. I, I, I just, I don't, I, I don't have the patience for some people. And some of the people we work with, I really don't have the patience. Like they'll probably start the podcast and be like, go like a million miles, like talking about something else. And I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, I, mean, I just, I've learned to, I've, you got, I've learned and you'll learn to longer you work there, uh, how to interact with everybody. Everyone's mm-hmm. different. Everyone's got different quirks and stuff and you yeah. just got to play the cards that they're, they're dealing you. Yeah. It's kind of what I do. Yeah. I don't know. I get by. Yeah. I've, I've had a lot of jobs where I'm becoming more and more like my dad. It just, the littlest things will irritate me. (laughs) Like before I wouldn't give a shit. I'd be like, okay, well, if you want to do something, um, but I'm becoming more and more like my dad and he doesn't have the patience for anyone. He never had the patience for my friends growing up because he would just be like, I'm just friends with your friends because they're your friends. And he was a, he's a mean old man. Yeah. My dad's a mean old, old man, man. Bogart. Old man Bogart's a mean old man. But you know, and we, me and my dad never really saw eye to eye when I was probably your age. Um, but now I, you know, I talked to him once in a while. He, he's, a uh, he's getting up in the age. He still works though. He's, he's a warehouse manager and oh, nice. he, he, he can get, he can, Keep up with the young guns. We got we got a guy like that where we work too. Yeah, he's a he's just. But that guy irritates me too. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You, I, it, I admire his 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 work ethic and his drive, but mm-hmm. I'm just like, 
Do you think what, I could not do it at that job? I couldn't apply myself like that. at that Yeah. Job. Well, you told me he always takes the day like it's the Super Bowl. I remember you saying that to me, and I I started laughing, <laughs> like midway through my shift. I'm like, yeah, this guy really does think he's in the Super Bowl. Like he thinks like if we don't make enough orders, we'll go out of business. And that's not true. I mean, we'll still be open, you know, but it's not a problem until like, you know, you start the faster you, the more harder you want to work, the faster you go. And then especially in our line of work that we're doing right now, the faster you go, more mistakes can happen. Yeah. And it's not worth the mistakes because you got it. Then you're taking more time. It's like you're doing twice as less because now you're not doing an order and you got to fix the current order you got. Mm -hmm. So I would just, you know, I've, I've learned to just pace myself no matter what anyone else is doing because mm-hmm. especially on the on our side or your guys' side because I might be doing the other side for the holiday season, but on the side that does all the big lifting, you know, you can just, you can tie yourself out. I mean, there was this kid here. Oh, yeah, you told me about this. Yeah, this yeah. is a good story. The kid, the, he used to work on the other side and he, he came over here for like one day and he had the the same kind of complex as the other coworker that we work with, where it's just like, I think his intentions were good. You know, he wanted to just get the, get the stuff done yeah. and help us out, but he was going really fast mile in a minute, uh, like a hundred miles an hour. And he just, he got tired within like 10 minutes and he was like drenched in sweat. And like, he was, yeah. he was to su- super he just, tired. He went, he went over his limit. Basically. And we, we were just like looking at him like, yeah, man, we, we, we told you, dude, you got to pace yourself over here, man. Yeah. Well, you know, the first week I was there, well, the first day I brought soda and I was like, I'll be fine, you know? And (laughs) they were like, you're crazy. Like you need to bring like water, like, like a big thing of water. You just bought soda that one the first day? Yeah. The first day I brought two Baja blasts with me and I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, this, I got to bring water (laughs) because I'm going to die. Because it's like when in the warehouse, it's like, it will be like 90 degrees outside. It'll be like a hundred in the warehouse. It's like a 10 degree yeah. increase instantly when you walk through those doors Yeah, in the hot, in the hot air, it feels like, but yeah, in the summer it sucks, man. It's hard. Yeah. But now we're kind of getting into the fall. This is, this is like the te- most temperate time. And then it's, it's a very short period of, of temperate weather. And then it's going to get right into like sn- freezing snow. And does it get really cold? pretty cold in there yeah when it gets cold it's cold yeah oh shit a lot of metal so a lot yeah. of cold air going through yeah. cement floors so yeah nothing nothing insulates the heat very well in that place mm-hmm. but i think they put the heat on which does a little help but do they actually have heat i th- i don't i've, I've been told i've been told they, they have heat and air and i don't know if they have either one of those things are true so yeah i don't because if you look in the break room, you don't really chill out in the break room. That, that room's way too small for me to chill yeah. out in there. I can't chill out in that. Um, they have a vent on top of the break room. And, um, I mean, I guess they have heat. I don't, I don't know. I mean, but you know what? The, I, I, they're moving the warehouse, right? So there's talks of that. Um, there is a, so on the road leading up to kind of where we go, there is a FedEx facility mm-hmm. and then right across from there, they've been breaking ground and building what is going to be essentially another warehouse for us to get mm-hmm. in there. And that way we'll have the 
unloading and loading side mm-hmm. on the same the same area. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'll tell you a little story about where I worked probably back in 2011. It was this company called IEC. Yep. And they build like wiring and stuff like that for like military stuff. And so um, it was the best job ever. All I did was sit down all day and literally just go like this. Boop. Next one. Boop. Just like just all day, just testing wires to make sure they have a, um, a kind of a, a connection. Yeah. Like electric connection. But then, because they were located up in, uh, oh, shit, located up in Victor at the, I call it the Silicon Valley of Victor. Okay. Because it's just all technology stuff. It's right. it's right next to the Flick, where the Flick building is, uh, up in Victor, Victor. there. Yeah. Wow. All those, all those um, businesses around there are all technology everything all of it and so i was i was making mad money i was doing everything right and then they're like oh we're moving our uh operations to newark i'm like fuck i mean i can't i i don't have i don't have a car you know and i was dating a girl at the time that was not very nice she was mean and and so we broke up i got her the job at iec i got her the job there and then all she did all day was watch movies on her phone and she got <laughs> caught. And so they kept her on. And then one day we broke up and we still worked together oh, there. Man. And, but then I heard, um, she got fired and I was like, yes. But then that right shortly after we moved to Newark. And so, but yes, yeah, I've had so many jobs. It's, I was a manager at Burger King once. That was not fun. And, you know, what was your past jobs? My past jobs. Um, worked before this, right before this, I worked at a auto parts, uh, secondhand auto parts store that, you know, took apart vehicles and cleaned up the engines and transmissions and sold them again. Yeah. Um, Shit. And my, uh, my job was to kind of take the engines Band them to the pallet, take a picture of it, wash them off, put them on the on the shelf with like a little electric forklift. It was kind of fun. Yeah, very very loud environment though, and very very the dirty environment. And yeah, you know, so it kind of it was kind of like an assembly line almost where this it started with the dis, they were called dismantlers, and that's where my friend Dan worked. Mm-hmm. He was dismant. He's he's one of the best dismantlers in the company. He's Really, 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 really smart when it comes to cars and everything. He can take yeah. apart a car, put it back together with his eyes closed. He's just, he's that good. And so they just take all the engines and all the transmissions out of the car. And they're, they are paid by speed. Okay. So how fa- how many cars they can get done in a day. So hmm. it's like so if the you, focus is kind of on the speed. Yeah. Not on the efficacy or the efficiency of it. Mm-hmm. So it kind of got to the point where it was like, Kind of bothered me a little bit, but yeah, I I left because I wanted to get some like I was in the middle middle of transitioning into school. And I didn't know how that was going to work. They only mm-hmm. had like a lot of morning stuff, and at the time, my school was in the morning. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, before and then before that, I worked at the at the the Country Max store in uh in Fairport, and and that's where the stories start of 
Me Dude, and Nick. That's where the stories start. I don't know how much I want to say, but like I got a lot of stories. Uh, my manager, the manager that hired me mm-hmm. and the co-manager both quit before me. So they got a new manager in there and he was around my age. He was like 23, 24. I was like 19, 20, 21 at the time. Mm-hmm. So everybody in that store was like in their 20s besides this older woman who worked in the garden section. She was like in her 50s, 60s. I loved her. She was awesome. She she spoke her mind, didn't care what anyone thought about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, everybody there was like in our 20s. So we just... Goofed around. We, <laughs> I'm not going to say goofed around, but like we were in our 20s. So just picture that kind of environment but it was it was really cool um he my boss at the time he respected me and i respected him because you know we could we could joke around with each other and make jokes which i've never done with any boss but at the same time we could get stuff done at the same get stuff yeah and got and got stuff done and that was so i think he respected me for that and i respected him for that there was this 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 older woman who would order one big big load of like a hundred bags of crack corn, fifty bags of country of like the uh, egg layer pellet. Mm-hmm. And so, what we did as like a service is we would load that into a pickup truck and we would drive it to her house. And she wasn't there, and we would just unload it into her garage. So me and the boss would would take part of the day and go and unload this, and we would listen to some music, just throwing bags in her drive in her garage, and it was like an experience that I've never had at, at a job before. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. But yeah. That was, that was the the store, and then uh, yeah, before that was just mini like mini jobs of like pizza shops and yeah. I worked God. at a golf course when I was sixteen. That was really really fun. Yeah, I'm a big golfer, so I love yeah. Like I've I played one one uh, game of golf, but I didn't really take it serious. It was my friend. I call him Ricky Bobby because <laughs> everyone called him Ricky Bobby. So he took me out to the golf course. There's a golf course where I live now, right here, right down the road. There's a, a Bloomfield golf course. I don't know what it's called, but I thought it was Victor Hills. Oh, maybe it is. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's Victor Hills. Is is? Oh no, 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 no. Victor Hills is a little bit down the road, a little bit farther. But there's one literally like if you go down the street and you, oh, there's okay. an intersection to the left. It's it's like it's on Bountain Hill Road. I think it's called, but. There is a like a golf course there. It's it's like a really uh, small golf course, but uh, I went golfing there and we just smuggled beers into the. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. The, <laughs> we were just like, yeah. I, I I hit the golf ball and it went like probably like ten feet because I I don't know how to play golf. So I gotta get you out there. I gotta teach you. I gotta yeah. learn you learn you some golf. Yeah, but. Yeah, I mean, I I like s- driving it. Driving I mean, it? I think everybody does, right? Just rail it. Rail it and see how far it gets. There was um there was a spot it, we might have to shut the doors, so they're getting bad. Um but uh there was a look er, on Ontario County Park. It's we'll drive by it when we go down to the Nate Great Naples Great Festival, mm-hmm. and I'll show you. But there's this lookout where you can look out like for miles. And there's this road down, and we used to drive and try to get it near the road. <laughs> we we weren't even you're not supposed to like do that because it's well, like a park. Yeah. But we just railed them and see how far we can get it. 
but I don't know. But I, I got a, I got a story about that park too. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Do you want to take a break or do you want to just keep going to get rail? You can take a break if you want. I don't know if you, I mean, we could power through this if you want. I don't care. I don't know if you want to shut the doors or whatever. Oh, yeah. So we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll, I'll talk more with Nicholas. Nicholas um, Bogart. Nicholas, well, I, yeah, I call you Nicholas Bogart because you, well, I think I, we were <laughs> um, we were just joking around, and I was like, yeah, I think I could be your dad, dude. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and then uh, it just we, we it spiraled out of control, and now I call yeah, out of control. Uh, so. I'm very much in control of it, but I just let it happen. Yeah. Still. But all right, we'll take a break. And when right. we come back, uh, I'll talk more with Nick. And we're back. Uh, so, yeah, I was showing Nick my hood where I, where I, the neighborhood, the neighbor. Well, we don't go to the back of the park. Nope. We, the back of the park. Yeah, this 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 whole park, like if you keep going down, there's probably like a good 50 trailers. So, but we don't go down that way. Nope. It's bad neighborhood. Bad neighborhood. Gotcha. The, I like the front of the park because we're just right by the road. And I mean, everyone keeps themselves in the front of the park, but in the back of the park, it's like a whole new world, my friend. Oh, yeah. It's like a third world country back there. <laughs> it's crazy. A third world trailer park. Yeah. It's about third world trailer park, my friend. And, you know, when I was looking for a place to live back in the day, and um, I didn't really want to get in. A, I came into a lot of money. Um, yeah. I had a big promotion at work. Uh, I did like these um, ads for... Um, uh, Asian air. I think I showed you mm-hmm. got a big, big thing for it. Big check. And so I was like, well, you know, I could buy a house, you know, but then I had to pay s- state taxes. I got to, so I'm, I'm just, just trying to think, I'm like, why not buy a trailer? You know, just see, just see what they offer. So the park that owned this before cook's property was AGL. And so they had a trailer sale and they're like, Hey, you know, we'll get you into a trailer. We'll we'll cut off about three grand of it. And I was like, okay. And so we saw this trailer and we're like, yeah, we got to get it. Like we got it. We have to get it because things, this trailer, it was, it's probably one of the nicest ones in the park. Oh yeah. It has actual siding on it because if you look to the right of like where we're sitting to that trailer has no siding. Yeah. Like it's just trailer, a fucking sheet of metal. And mine has siding and everything. So, but what do you, what do you, uh, down the road, do you think about getting a house? I'd love to, it's a goal of mine. Obviously I want to yeah. get, I want to get a house, but mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, man. It's like, it, it's a, it's it. I mean, your age. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I just want to, I, I'm very, I'm a very peculiar person when it comes to how I live. And so mm-hmm. like, that's why, you know, I just couldn't do the dorm stuff. So my parents were fortunate enough to let me stay there while I'm doing college and doing yeah. school because. Was it just like, if you're not going to school, you can't stay here. If you're going to school, you can stay here. 
Yes. Yeah, because my parents, I mean, they were like, you got to work or you can't stay here. And because, and I was like. And it was also like, you got you either have to go to school or you have to work full time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I don't want to work a minimum wage job full time. I want to get. I yeah, wanna you want to get an education yeah. and at the same time make some money. And, you know, and yeah, it's. I mean, it sucks. It sucks getting old, man. <laughs> don't get old. Just don't get old. Like it's, it sucks. Like, okay. I'll just, I the, won't. I, I won't. Bills, now you said that I won't. The bills rack up. It's crazy. Like I was just talking to you outside about the street or like services I use. Like I have to go through them and see which ones I use. I think I pay like Microsoft word and I haven't even <laughs> opened it. Like I typing I, up your uh, cookbook recipes and. Oh, you're journaling your thoughts in Microsoft Word for ten dollars a month. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's like seven dollars a month, and I don't. I probably used it once to make my job resume. To I think I mean my school gives gives us a Microsoft suite. So if you ever need it, if you ever needed to use Microsoft, just I'll give you my account. Yeah, my school account. My just don't delete my essays because then I'll I'll have to. Well, no, I mean my girlfriend has she's going to school. And she has like, um, what you would call it? She has a deal where they get like Microsoft and stuff like that. So I'm thinking about just if I need to use Microsoft on this. Does she still have to pay for some of it though? Like from the... Because my school completely gives... I mean, it's part of the... I guess it's part of tuition because it did just give us... I'm not really all sure. All of Microsoft's um, offerings for like... For like whatever we pay for tuition. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I I don't know what she I don't I I only know a little bit about her schoolwork because I just kind of, you know, she's going to school whatever. I keep, mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to ask her a million questions be like, "Hey, you know, what are you doing with this? What are you doing with that?" You know, I just she goes to school. So. I mean, it's nice to show interest here and there every once in a while. True, but I mean, but yeah, I got like it. she's reading this book now. She's going for early childhood education. Yeah. And she's reading this book about sad stories about kids like are bullying and like this one kid, there's a story in the book. This is crazy. Basically tied a kid to a tree and let the kid or set the kid on fire. And this was a true story. Like, and I'm like, Like what time period are we talking about? Oh, I don't know. I I think it's really recently. I I mean, not recently, but they wrote a book and put a bunch of stories in it. So it it happened in the past. Even like, it's the most craziest thing. I mean, she was reading some of it to me and I'm like, oh man, why are you reading this? Why are they (laughs) teaching you this? But you know, you have to learn psychology of the children and stuff like that. So it, it's it, it just some of the stories. It's crazy. I mean, I should show you that book. And you, you read what it. is the title of that book? I don't like know. what what I don't even what, know. what pretext is she reading it for? Is uh, it like a textbook? It's like a actually, it's not a textbook. It's like an actual book, like, like a novel, like, or like a historical accounting of something. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. But it's they have to read it for school. So interesting. What class is it for again? I'm sorry. Early childhood education. That's what it's for the, the class. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know the Pacific class, but um, yeah, it's it's the most craziest thing. And she cries sometimes reading these stories, and I'm like, just cliff note it and just get on with your life. Just man, if if you're not crying, are you going to school? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think everybody shed some tears and 
college. Yeah. High school, college. Yeah. Because when I was in high school, I learned very... Oh, shit. My bad. Um, I learned very quick that I didn't didn't want to do schooling after uh, college. Like, I wanted to join the Warps Force. But then I kind of matured and be like, uh, yeah, I'll take some courses. I took courses at Flick for accounting. That sucked. Yeah. The accounting really sucks. So, it's so boring, dude. I took, I had accounting recently. And it's just it's super boring, man. Yeah. But, um, and then what other classes I take? Oh, then I kind of got interest in all this stuff. Um, the technology kind of stuff. Yeah. Like editing and, uh, advertising and like all that. Uh, when I went to MCC and I, cause I lived in Rochester for a summer, we rented a house. It was basically a frat house. It was crazy. It was the, we had people every night we partied in Rochester. It was off Vermont street in Culver. And we partied every night. I had people, I was a manager at Burger King and I had people that were working that were 21 and over. So we had them buy beer for us, and then we partied all night. Wait a minute. So the manager of Burger King is asking his subordinates who are older than him yep. to yep. get beer to come to the manager's party at the manager's place. Yep. We, it's a wild, we, it's uh, a wild uh, equation there. Yeah. So, And then because I, a lot of the uh, uh, Burger King people didn't have cars. They would take the bus in and then get dropped off, and then they'll work. So I was like, hey, I'll give you a ride home, but you got to pick me up a 30-rack of beer. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay, you know, I'll get a free ride home, you know. So, um, yeah, and, yeah, so. You bamboozled those poor souls. <laughs> I, you know, I I gave them a ride home, you know. <laughs> I mean, I it's it's not like, you know, I was like, either you buy me a 30-rack or fire. You're fired. <laughs> so. But yeah, so I mean, it was it was a interesting time in my life. Um, I learned a lot in that Burger King, like business and all that stuff. Yeah, you, you, I think people don't like understand or appreciate that when you're in like a manager position of any kind, whether it's Burger King or an insurance company, you'll learn so many. You'll learn a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's stuff uh, that you just can't really learn in a textbook at school. Yeah, so yeah you gotta yeah. you gotta be boots on the ground in the actual situation yeah they um in high school they had because they knew i wasn't going to go to college they were just like well you know this kid is not going to barely pass high school so they put me in these classes called real world and they taught you how to like balance a checkbook how to uh basically budget your money so when you get to the real world you'll have that knowledge and then and the class is called the real world it was like real world math, real world oh, reading, cool. real world. It was just like these made up classes they made for like these people that you knew weren't going to be. Hey, it sounds like classes they should be throwing in high school curriculums, man. Oh yeah. Like totally. Like you high school kids these days, they can't even work an eight hour shift before they like, <laughs> have you seen that? I wish I could pull it up, but it's like this kid working at Starbucks. He's like crying behind the counter. He's like, <laughs> He's like, oh, I, 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 <laughs> I think I've, I've heard of it or seen yeah, it. Yeah, it's it, like kids these days don't know how to worth that ethic. They just don't know how to do it. They, they, they pampered 
all their life. They, yeah. they're pampered and they don't know, you know, I don't know. They don't know how to work. They really don't. And that's why our economy is like, you know, yeah, social media and everyone wants to be a social media star. And it's like, dude, that's only like a, like if you looked at a pie chart and social media influencers, influencers. yeah, they're like a very niche of. I am proud to say that I am somebody who is not influenced by any social media presence. Yeah. I'm not influenced. Yeah. And so. Well, I mean, you're influenced of doing social media for the Bogart podcast. No, I'm saying like, uh, like influencers are not influencing me to do anything other than get off of social media because I don't want to see them. Yeah. Lately, I've been just when I do watch like reels on Instagram, I'll watch it for a good 10 minutes. And I'm like, I could have spent that 10 10 minutes. Dude, that's 10 more minutes than I could probably last on TikTok. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's it's crazy. And then they like there was this one uh tiktok i watch it was like this dog that like had a hard life and i have two dogs so it made me emotional i was like i was like man these dogs have a good life you know (laughs) so um but yeah it's just i see stuff like that and i'm like why do i even watch it like why do i spend my time watching uh yeah i think it's um in terms of like the kids and stuff, I mean, it's, it is my generation and I've definitely had my fair share of feeling like this, but I think we live in a consumer culture where it's like everything is designed for you to just keep taking and taking mm-hmm. and get that instant gratification, whether it's video games, social media, TV shows. And when they step on the real world and they got to actually put effort into getting something back like a paycheck, they're just so not accustomed to it because they they spend a lot of time on their phones, on the video games, just like, not working a whole lot hard for like things that are that are that are good for them. Like I found that you know, the best things in life are the things that you have to put a lot of effort towards or work mm-hmm. hard towards. That yeah. mean that, that return on your investment is so much more beneficial to you as a person than just scrolling through TikTok, scrolling through yeah, you know your Netflix shows and so yeah. I think uh, I think all my generation and the generation before me, which is even more um, suffocated by this kind of stuff is going to have a really hard awakening. Oh, yeah. soon. It's crazy. You know, what? I, this is a little bit off topic, but it's talks about work. They, there was a, um, a TikTok I watched. It was uh, people in the construction industry. A lot of them are retiring, but not enough are starting in the field. So they're going to, it's soon going to be really bad because all these people that are retiring, you know, jobs aren't getting filled back up. Yeah. They're not getting these construction workers aren't filling back up and we're going to be effed. We are going to be real. It'll be bad. It's going to be bad. (laughs) Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah. So you got any, what's, you went through the Naples, uh, great festival. Anything you want to talk about? Um, yeah, how, what are your thoughts on AI? <laughs> well, I lost my job because of it. Yeah, I know. You've told me that story. Uh, yeah, it's, it was, uh, it's, it would, uh, you know, it, it can be beneficial, you know, for AI technology. Um, do you really think so? Yes, I do. Like in the medical field, you know, if a doctor's not there to treat a patient, you have AI there to be like, hey, okay, well, this could be the scenario. Oh, we froze. Uh oh. 
Oh, we're good. Okay. So yeah, AI technology, right? Like if a patient's having like an allergic reaction and the doctor, they can't get a doctor there soon enough. They could type in a computer, the symptoms, and then be like, this is a way to treat them. I think that's a good way to use AI. But we have idiots using AI to hack into like, uh, I think it was the MGM grant um, oh, in yeah. Vegas. Uh, used of uh, AI technology to pretend to be one of the owners of uh of um like like a deep fake right yeah like so, a deep fake the voice and the in the yep. likeness of somebody asked said that he, he forgot his password and needed to be reset so these hackers hacked into mgm and shut the whole fucking place down <laughs> they well they actually in first they had a ransom right right and i had the ransom and all all these other uh casinos um paid the ransom they're like okay we're not gonna fuck, we're not gonna mess around with this and then MGM Grant was like, ah, never mind. We ain't gonna, we ain't gonna pay you. And so they got hacked. Billion dollar business went to poop in literally five minutes. Was this recent? Yep. Wow. Yeah. They, all the, they could, people couldn't get into the hotel rooms. They couldn't uh, use the casino part, like the slot machines and all that. It was all shut down. So there, I mean, there, I mean, you got to think about it. Tourism that goes there, spends a lot of money there. Uh, you know, you got big fights, all that shut down just because they didn't want to pay like a million dollars. A million dollars to them is like nothing. Versus a billion dollar loss. Yeah. <laughs> These, I mean, MGM is, I don't know what they were thinking. Like, it was crazy. Like, it's like, and then the other thing too about hacking is like the Facebook hacking. The hack my girlfriend's sister had her Facebook hacked and started posting half naked women on her page and stuff like that. And we're like, what what's going on? Like, I don't think she's posting this because yeah. it was just like these big uh, half naked women yeah. and stuff like that. And we're like, what is going on? And so her um ex-husband was like, Hey, you know, who, who are you? And we'll pay you as much money as you want to get my, uh, you know, my ex-wife's uh, account back. And he's like, he showed him an amount and they're like, uh, just start a new Facebook page. Yeah, like, why would you even contact somebody who's hacking? If you just get a new, get a new Facebook Yeah, just, man. yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what this is. I think they were trying to get um, wedding photos because they had all their wedding photos on there. So they didn't have them backed up somewhere. I don't think they did. I'm not really a hundred percent sure, but um, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I, I, there are some times when people message me on uh, Facebook and they'll be like, Hey, uh, you know, you know, uh, it's, it's most, some of them are girls, but you could tell they're bots. They're bots. Yeah. Uh, they'll be like, Oh, you know, I, I saw you're interesting and stuff like that. I'm like, no one sees, me. no one thinks I'm interesting. <laughs> like, like, you know, and so uh, they'll start asking me where I work. And stuff like that. They'll be like, oh, where do you work? How old are you? How, you know, it's like, dude, you're a bot. You're just trying to get all the information so you can call my credit card company. Literally, yeah, literally back when I had Snapchat, I just, random people would add me and I would add them back just for the for the, for the fun of it. And yeah, just bots looking for just yeah. like content. All right, we're back. Uh, I had to take 
the dogs, their leashes or not leashes, but chains that keep them in our yard get tangled up sometimes. And yeah. I forgot to undo it. And so I had to do it real quick, but I don't even know what we were talking about. We were talking about uh, uh, AI. Bots and yeah. AI. And then yeah. you got called by a bot, which turned out to not be a bot. Because it came up restricted. Oh, yeah. I was said it, I said it's a bot. Oh, no. Yeah. Because when you use the Google, right? Like, you'd be like, hey, hey, Google, uh, call someone. And then they'll be like, who do you want to call? And then call Evan. So, and then it comes up restricted. You know, <laughs> e- even. Who's going to answer if something comes up restricted? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, and the first time I got a phone call from the Google, it said restricted. I'm like, Oh great. The cops, like something's going on because every time you get a, a phone call from the cops, it's restricted. Well, I don't know if it's all the time, but, um, but yeah, so I, I get the call and it's uh, my girlfriend, Laura, the dogs puked in the bedroom and I had to clean it up. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was, they, I mean, they don't puke all the time, but when they do, they puke. So, but yeah, it, like bots, you know, I've had my fair share of them, but I don't know. Uh, so I pulled up. Oh, I wanted to give a story about. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know if you heard this. There was, so we're talking about AI. Mm-hmm. There was a story about this artist on Twitter, I think. Mm-hmm. Some artist on Twitter did put, there was like this AI software that would make images for you okay so you just you give it a prompt and it would spit back an an, an art image of something and so she (laughs) i think it's it was a girl she like put in this uh picture of marlon brando Hmm. and wanted a reverse image of that and somehow it gave back this like weird looking city with the with the words digita pintix p-n-t-i-c-s like just digita pintix and so the artist was like, it's weird. Let me just do it. Let me do the reverse of that. Thinking it would just be Marlon Brando again. Mm-hmm. And it came back this grotesque looking woman. Oh, yeah. You heard this story? Um, I've heard stories like it, but. And it, it had like the word lobe on it. And people were calling it like a demon that was Ooh. born in AI because it was like. It was, yeah, it was just this weird algorithm of, or something that set off yeah, yeah, yeah. a chain where it's like it, it couldn't give the reverse of Digitapentix back to Marlon Brando. So it just it gave this weird looking woman that just looked so like unsettling, uh, just very unsettling. And I was like, <laughs> when I read that story, I was like, I was really scared because I, I used to just, when I was younger, just dive into the internet. And it's like, that's something I would do. Yeah. I would just be up at night and just like look up how to summon a demon in my phone when I was an idiot kid. But like these people are just doing it by accident. Like it just it was just really weird. It was it was kind of creepy. But yeah, it's just like AI, man. Nobody knows what's going on inside of it, and that and we're we're just we're being the guinea pigs to ourselves. Have you ever seen uh, Terminator? Yeah, I think is, I've seen all of them. Isn't that like I've I've I, Skynet? You mean? I I don't I don't, I've watched like a clip of it. I've never seen it. So I know Sky- the I know the storyline to it. I, I just don't know. I've never watched it. You know, Skynet is like the big corporation. That's the AI thing. Oh, yeah. It's called Skynet. Yeah. And it sends out the Terminator, too. Yeah. I mean, it. do you think that will be us? 
Dude, I really hope not, man. I just that would be very I think, scary. Uh, we need to just put a stop to uh, to AI right now. Like, just pause it for people are losing jobs to AI, man. People yeah. are getting uh, information leaked. There was just you have an Xbox, right? Mm-hmm. So Microsoft had a huge leak of like five terabytes of conversations and documents of internal business procedures leaked by their AI team by accident. The AI department was doing something, and all of a sudden, now all this information has been leaked about their business practices and their their potential acquisitions, talking about going after Nintendo and trying to buy Nintendo, and just like, dude, like, yeah, I'm on the I'm on the side of like, is the benefits to AI right now worth all of these negatives that we're seeing? And, I, and my answer is no. It's just yeah. it's just not. It's not worth it yet. Mm. You know, maybe down the line, years down the line, when we put in enough you know, good procedures and practices in place to get it to be where it's like the negatives aren't as obtrusive to human life. Yeah. Then yeah, maybe, but you know, people are losing jobs. I'm going into the world of business with my degree and there's, I'm literally reading in one of my textbooks that 25%, they they estimate 25% of most jobs will be automated by AI. And you have your story that you, yeah, I lost my job basically. Um, yeah, they, you basically, you can put in a sentence of what you want and then have an advertisement of, you know, just have an ad. You, 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 it, like, let's say peanuts, uh, a guy holding a peanut, right? In a sentence about that, AI will come up with a beautiful image of a guy holding a peanut. And I that's mean, taken away um, revenue from an artist who actually would put their heart and soul into making something look like that. Yeah. This, this AI program just surfs the internet. But yeah, I mean, AI art, it'll never have that human. No, it, it'll, yeah. it'll never have the human aspect, man. It'll yeah. never experience human emotions. And yeah. So it's just looking at a piece of art that's too perfect is just, for me, it's never been like, it looks stupid. Like I want to yeah. see some of the imperfections of human touch in yeah. art. But yeah, they, it's just. When I was scrolling through Facebook, there was a guy that was like, oh, I put in if Buffalo Bills won the Super Bowl. And it was just a riot, a riot of people starting fires and stuff like that. And it was just, it was typical. Not, not far off, probably. No, no not far off <laughs> no. at all. So, but yeah, I, I bet mean, you we know somebody who'd be in that riot. <laughs> yeah. I passed a house on the way here that was literally painted all blue with. Oh, oh yeah. The Buffalo Bills house. Bills. You, the Bills house, you know? It? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. They did a commercial there for uh, Buffalo Bills and Pepsi. They did a commercial. Seriously? Yeah. Like, I, oh, man. I, oh, the, that commercial with like they, they're going to all these different like, was it Pepsi or was it? I thought it was. Um, no, it was Pepsi because it was like it was um, a guy. Uh, they were like the, next, the, uh, the house next door was a Jets fan. If you drive up there and it's, it's a greenhouse right next to it. He's a Jets fan. Oh, I didn't see that one. So. They did a Super Bowl commercial where it's like, oh, the rival house lives right next door. And then like this parade and of pe- they shut down the street for this commercial. It was like. When was this? Like th- three or four years ago. Yeah, it was like three or four years ago. They they literally shut down this and like uh, old Buffalo Bills players came and stuff like that. I had Lucy at the time. And we um, we walked down and yeah, so I don't know. And the, must have been fun. The screen is frozen again. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it's frozen. So I don't know. This yellow box sucks. 
I don't even know. And it was expensive too. Jeez, you uh, take it to the the, be, the old Best Buy and be like, this is not working. Well, yeah, I, you told me the story about how you wanted to return your uh, microphone. And I was like, just go to Best Buy. Just say you got it at Best Buy and you just want a gift card. Just lie and right to their face. It's not, I mean, they resell it. So, I mean. It's literally in main condition. I've never opened it. It's from Amazon. Yeah, but yeah. I want I want the cash back. But yeah, I at mean, this point, I might just use it for something. Yeah, if we start doing this remotely, when it gets to the winter, you might need that microphone. And maybe. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. All right, I got this uh, video of this people. Let's see it. That it's a gang in in London, I think, or England. I don't know. One of the European countries, but basically, uh, yeah, this is crazy. I'll show you the thing. Despite these assurances, Hira says it's no surprise he still feels unsafe. And the old box isn't going to work. I don't know why. Oh, basically, okay. I'll, I'll sum it up. <laughs> so basically, these people on, um, uh, I, I think it's in England. Here we go. Okay, so basically, the lady said. <laughs> They go around and just like cause mayhem. There's these scooter people or mopeds or whatever you want to call them. And they just, they go and rob people. Like they have a big problem with this right now. Jeez. It's, it's, it's the craziest thing ever. Like they'll, they'll basically, if they'll do is if you have a cell phone, right? You're using it next to the they'll sidewalk. Just come up and take it. Yank it, drive away. Um, They'll go to um, stores, do smashing grabs. They'll go to people's cars, like see right here. They'll go try to steal. They don't care. They'll yank. There you go. So, yeah. Dude, after, after like the f second or third time this happens, word's got to get around wherever this is going. Word's got to get out. Hey, <laughs> look out for the moped people, man. Yeah, it's... but. They really can't do anything because these it's there's so many of them. It's like a swarm of them. Like they'll literally they'll be like one cop, there'll be ten of them, and then the cop really can't do anything. I mean, unless you shoot them. But I, I think in I don't know if this is true, but in England, you can't carry officers can't carry guns. They can carry tasers, but they don't carry guns. This is why this crap happens, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Like. And I, you know, I ride my electric bike and I should just start a gang. Just start a, start a. The Bloomfield Cruisers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is, you know, this is a blue. The, there's really nothing you can do. That SpongeBob episode, the mild ones. That's <laughs> the mild ones. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, you know, it, it's just, but you know what? A lot of people around here don't have that kind of cash to buy scooters. So I'm, you know. I'm lucky enough to even, I mean, I bought my electric bike um, right before uh, uh, I started working at Country Max. I bought it because uh, it, my girlfriend goes into work around, um, I think she gets up at like five, just five o'clock in the morning, mm -hmm. has to be at work by six. So she has to get ready and stuff like that. And I get up at like six, 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 20, six o'clock. I get up, get ready to go, get the dogs out, get them, go to the bathroom, 
come back. And I like my bike, but in this, the, how cold it is lately, it sucks. It, oh, I mean, yeah. it's it, it. my hands the other day, I was like, oh, I don't need gloves. You know, I'll go in. It was like 40, I think 43 degrees outside. And I'm cruising. I'm going like 32 miles an hour. My hands were frozen by the time I got to work. I literally just threw everything on the ground, walked into work, put the hot water, and soaked my hands for a good 10 minutes. Yikes. And uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, that wind hits you, man, when you're on that thing, probably. Yeah. And it, you know, and then I want to do on the bike too, they have a, a white. I've looked on YouTube how to get rid of the, um, because in California, you can only have a, a class three is the highest you can go on an e-bike and that my bike's from California. So it can only go up to 32 is the max, but the, I looked on YouTube to see if I can cut any wires so that restriction goes away. So you can just go see on it. So, so the restriction is bound to just like a set of wires and just cut them. You're good. Yeah. Nice. And then it just, it, but I'm too afraid if I cut the wrong wire, you'll blow up like in the movies. No, not like that. James Bond. It will be, um, it will ruin the bike. Yeah. Like it would just wouldn't start. It won't start or anything. I'm worried about that. Like, don't cut the red wire. Yeah. It's just don't, 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 don't cut any wires. Don't cut just, any wires. just, just, just take the 32 it, and deal 32, with it. It's pretty fast. <laughs> deal with know? the cold hands. Yeah. So. But imagine if I was going 68. So you want, you want your hands to just freeze off. Yeah. That's kind of what you're trying to do. Yeah, basically. So, um, but yeah. And then I showed you a video of a bike that went like 75 miles an hour in the desert, but it's 10 grand. (laughs) Like I was like, "Eh." but you know, with my situation now, I, you know, I better just stick. You just picture the commercial says, like he says, don't try this at home. Like only try this in the desert. Yeah. Only go 70 in the desert. 70 in the desert. But yeah, I mean, my situation, it's, it's a long story about getting my license back. Basically I, there's fee fines. I still have to pay, which I thought I paid them all off. And like, um, there was, um, uh, open suspension at one there still an open suspension or something like that. Some crazy. So I, you know, even if I got my license back, it would be like, like it would be a lot for the insurance. Like right. it would just be like basically my whole check going to insurance, you know? And so it's just like, why bother? You know, there's services like the bus, you know, you pay five bucks, you can go anywhere in Ontario, Ontario County. Why? And with that five bucks, I could go all the way down to Naples Great Festival <laughs> if I wanted to. For five dollars, get back on the bus, two hands full of wine bottles. Yeah, I don't think they would appreciate that. <laughs> there goes your your last and first and final warning. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. Well, I, I'm on their you? I'm on their uh, list now. Of you're on the black, you're almost on the blacklist. I'm on the blacklist of the, the uh, near RTS bus. That's what they're called, and it's I literally they said they showed up. And no one was there. And I was like, I always cancel my rides when I don't need a ride. I can literally vouch for that. Yeah. And so they were like, oh, well, um, yeah, they showed up a bunch of times. You weren't there. I think what happens when I called to cancel, they only canceled for the day. Because I said I wanted to cancel the rest of the week. And they thought maybe that just that day. So they schedule all the buses to go out to go get me. And it's just... 
it's 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 not fun man it's not fun but you know and um my neighbor sometimes gives me a ride sometimes in this guy right here yeah the he, he it's nice, it's nice yeah man. yeah because um i do i used to cut his lawn before i had someone cut my own lawn now because i i would go out there and mow his side and then i would um uh mow my side while i was at it but then i was like you know what this guy wanted to do it for like 25 bucks. I'm like, you can do it. I don't want to do it anymore. Like 25 bucks is not that big of a deal. You know, he does a good job too. So, you know, that's cool. But, uh, yeah, I, I have, I don't really have anything else you want to talk about. You got any, anything you want to spit? You stole my second topic, which was the, or my first topic, which was the great festival. But yeah, yeah, well, I'll have to take you around. I'll have to take you to. There's a couple spots that, um, like, we're getting dropped off at the winery. That's where we're going to get dropped off. And then there's a huge tent there where they just serve their wine. But if you go further what's, in, what's their wine mean? Uh, like the winery there. I think oh, I forgot. So there's what a winery called. there. At, yeah, at the festival. That's yeah. There's a huge in Naples. There's a huge winery. Like, and then all these other wineries come from out of state? Yeah, or yeah of, they they come, yeah, some of them come out of state, some of them in state. Just out of the county? Yeah, and um, they there's like two different areas. There's the the winery part where the Naples winery there, and then they have the, uh, the, the outsiders come in. So there's two big wine tents. It's crazy. The flat free gets you in both of those? No, one's free. One's free. Oh yeah, yeah. Free the, tasting? No free tasting though. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. That that one you like you have to buy per drink. You can buy like a big glass of wine if you want. And oh, the okay. other tent is the wine tasting. It's the tent, tasting. Yeah. And you pay like a flat free, and you can uh, taste all the wine you want. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's gonna be, it. I mean, but now it's more. A lot of people go to it now. Before it was. Mm, it wasn't really I've always like heard, kind of heard of it, but I never just, I never went or never had anybody go with me. Yeah. Or, yeah. No reason to go. Yeah. I'll show you around. Yeah. Now, now it'll be cool. Yeah. I'll, I will, I will show you the ropes of good old Naples. I'll show you where I'll, I'll take you around to where I did most of my trouble. Like, uh, Oh good. So we'll get caught there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I remember your face. As he he throws us out. Yeah. We'll we'll go stop at the uh, Naples um, Hotel. Uh, That's a big bar slash like kind of shitty uh, hotel. I guess it's really not that great. Two-star hotel? Yeah, basically. (laughs) But um, yeah, I mean, I'll I'll show you around and it should be a fun time. I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah, it's going to. And then you'll help me hand out stickers. I, I bought paper clips because I want to stick two stickers together and then hand them to people. Um, and I got to do that. I'll probably do that in the morning tomorrow. I got a bunch of stickers made and uh, I'll show you after. And there's some over there, but um, yeah, I got to give us any trouble for doing that. I don't think so. I hope not. I mean, what are you gonna, the, the, what was it? The Naples elders will come after you and be like, Hey, the no, Nap- passing out, no passing stickers out. The Naples Nine will come after us. Yeah, just, Nap- just nine people on horseback. Yeah, really. But no, I mean, they they have like churches that 
hand out stuff and stuff like that. I don't think we'll, I don't think we'll be. Pretty soon you're going to, we should get like a booth set up with an actual Bogart All podcast. Right. So you want to uh, hear about the story about that? <laughs> so I, um, I posted something on the Naples uh, Facebook page. I was like, hey, uh, I need to set up a stand in like someone in Naples where I can, you know, promote my show and stuff like that. And there's a couple of people. And then I talked to this one dude and I was like, hey, you know, um, he said that I could do it. I could use his internet so we could do a show there at the Naples. It was going to be fantastic. That would have been cool. But man. then I found out this guy was a big druggie. Like he was huge into drugs and wanted, I was going to pay someone to let us do this at their yard. I was going to pay $200. And I was going to be like, hey, you know, for the the whole weekend, I'll be there doing promoting my show. But then, like, it just got sketchier and sketchier. These people, and I was like, okay, I'm I'm just going to hand out stickers and call it a day. Call it a day. You I didn't mean, want to I, go down that rabbit hole of yeah, because I don't want my shit getting stolen. Like that would it be, was that bad? Yeah, I I mean, the one person we did talk to, I guess it was a rel or it was Dave's relative somehow related and he was i guess he's a big druggie so i was like uh, i'd rather keep it safe keep my equipment home yeah you know and it's an investment man a lot of this you got a lot of nice mics and a mixer and oh yeah. a box and macbook headphones microphone it's, a, it's an investment man yeah that, it is that to be gone like that would suck yeah and i don't have insurance for all this stuff i should probably get insurance for all this stuff but i it's just yeah, it's a lot of money, and I don't want it to, yeah, like you said, like that be yeah. gone. That would really suck. So, I mean, I I eventually want to do is make this my full time job. Make this I do this like maybe three times a week, do podcasts, and live off sponsors. But it's just it's harder and harder and harder to get sponsors and stuff like that because the content we put out um, and yeah. uh, there's so many podcasts. Which there. I've talked to you about. We've yeah, talked yeah. to you about the, the content yeah. kind of side, but yeah. And the, um, the, there's, a, there's not a lot of podcasts in this area alone, but there's a lot of good um, other good podcasts in the area that get a lot of sponsors like the M bomb effect. They get, a lot well they don't have a lot of sponsors but they have sponsors that's which is cool any amount is a lot to us right yeah <laughs> any amount. yeah yeah but they they have sponsors and you know i'm jealous you know I, i'm that kind of jealous person that you know but it, it will come it will come you should just reach out to the man and just ask him you know how they do it <laughs> like just be like Hey man, I'm I'm starting up. I yeah. got a podcast. You know, yeah. just take the take the humble route and see yeah. if they'll be like, okay, this is what I did. I did Bing Bing Bing. This is how mm -hmm. I got my podcast. Or do it silently, like just uh, focus on what they're doing and what what works for them, and yeah. model yourself after the stuff that's going on around you. And I think we'll get some sponsors at some point. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, I've done podcasting. Um, Basically, since 2009, some form of podcast. You are a seasoned veteran. I am. I'm a seasoned veteran. We had a podcast called The Boat or um, The Basement Podcast, but we never recorded from a basement. So I don't it's know. It's kind of funny, though. It's yeah. kind of quirky. It's so 
we had that and then i started a network called beer pirate radio um that's uh what i go under now for all my podcast stuff um but i did that with a high school friend and uh i did it with a bunch of comedians uh they did podcasts for the network then that was the time when i was not in the head space like right head space i was dealing with you know um you know the i mean the alcohol and the the benzo yeah. use and stuff like that yeah so um but so but now you know i'm clear-headed um which is good I and, admire that and um so i want to start the network back up again beer pirate radio and i've been working on it every day um oh this is people outside um i want i've been working on it every day a little bit um and stuff and i want to make this work so again i'll have the podcast and then the radio network so wasn't did we talk about the plan might have been to be a pirate radio would be sort of like the production of all of these different yeah, podcasts yeah, yeah. and all the, and all the podcasts like the Bogart podcast would yeah. be underneath that. Yeah. Get some other guys to do that. Yeah. That's my goal with that is yeah, I think to, that's a good idea. It's good. just to get all these people into this network. But the only problem with that though is these uh, people I've talked to want some kind of money or, and it's like, it's the exposure. It's, 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 it is, but you also, at the same time, you have to prove that, that you're actually exposing them. You yeah. Know what I mean, but it, you, you got to come back to with like, this is, we get, we get this amount of monthly viewers mm-hmm. and we can guarantee you these many views. Yeah. That's what people, they want those hard, solid numbers, but so it, if you can't give them the, those, then it's, then they're probably going to be a lot more on the fence. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. And it, it, the other thing too is, is that it's starting off. So I, you know, it could be a fail and it could be a success. So I can't promise like a billion views, you know, because I don't even know if we'll get 10 or we get a thousand, you know? So it's kind of like a risk almost like these, I tell them, I'm like, well, it's, it's, it's not, it's the exposure you get. And you know, this thing could blow up where I could sell the radio, the, the, the station to a, um, like Sirius XM or uh, sell it to them. Yeah. And my goal is to sell it to them and then be like, Hey, part of this is that we still work with the radio station. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand what the, what they would see as a downside to doing it. Like it's just yeah. like, what's the down? You know, they're not losing any money. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, it, people around the world want to do things for money. Now it's the new world. Either you, you would think back in the day, like you look back in the day, people do favors for people all the time. That was, it was almost like bartering. Like they would, you know, Hey, I'll cut your grass and just, you could do something. Then, else. It was just a, people had values and morals and yeah. And now it's people, people were nice. They just did things for each other. And now, yeah, like you said, now it's, everything's like, what's in it for me Yeah. versus what can I do for you? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's sad. It really is because yeah. I'm the kind of person, right, that um, will give my shirt off my back to someone because, you know, it's, I was raised like that. You know, my dad raised me like that. Um, Which is good. Um, I lost some of those values around your age, Nick, but then I kind of gained them back, you know. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, it's 
It's a whole new world. It's like that song, that stupid song that always plays uh, with that uh, Richmond, north of Richmond. Richmond, north of Richmond. We talked about this in the past podcast about that song. It's just, it's it has a great message. It does, but it's overplayed. It's way overplayed. Yeah, man. It's, I think it's just, <laughs> I love the fact that like all these billboard musicians spend like thousands of dollars on production and mixing and recording. And this guy with his one microphone and one guitar yeah, recorded a song, put it on YouTube. It's number one. It's like, yeah, what a slap in the, what a stick it, stick it he, to everybody. He got like a $8 million contract or he had presented to him $8 million contract. Yep. He turned it down. I did hear about that. I am in the music scene, but so I want him on one hand, he's turned down the contract, but now he's like, he's, doing shows he's promoting his oh yeah he's making his money so he's saying no he doesn't want to do it but at the same time well record deals and stuff like that too they um yeah they they give you money but they basically have the rights to all your songs they have so so actually what they do is because i had to learn this when i was in flcc i took half of i did half of a music college course the record company gives you money to well they pay for all of the production process of, of your songs and in mm-hmm. return whatever that record specific recording of the song that record company owns they own that recording of it they don't mm-hmm. own your lyrics your arrangements or your like how you piece the song together mm-hmm. but if you take their money and you go to a studio a really high-end studio which is the goal for the record company is to get the the song to sound as professional as possible they'll own that particular recording Does yeah that make sense yeah 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 it's but you can go and then you can go to another record uh, studio and record the song they don't own it they can't do anything about it yeah but yeah, there was this guy on uh twitch he was in a hard rock band called um i think it was all that remains mm-hmm. he was on twitch and he was playing his band song on twitch and either like showing the his viewers how to scream to it or how to play guitar i forgot if it was the singer or the guitarist Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the record company came and struck down his his twitch oh yeah for him playing the song <laughs> yeah his own song yeah um when i upload uh onto youtube this the show i use the machinery which is nate's band which is uh one of the co-hosts of the bogart podcast and i got a copyright thing so they must have uploaded it to youtube the band did and somehow put a copyright on it because i've used bands before and i never got a copyright and with that i got a, i didn't get a strike it just says copyright on it they so. use, does he use DistroKid? oh i don't know so some of the distribution services will automate if you pay a certain premium they'll automatically flag stuff for copyright as a protection for you using the service yeah so maybe it just tripped the the, the det- detection automatically or Nate went in there and said, I'll stick, just, I'll, stick, <laughs> I'll stick it to Evan and copyright strike the video. Yeah, I don't it was know. It a prank. Yeah, it, but hey, I don't know. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, I think we're going to wrap up the show. All right. Um, but uh, we got to do this again. This was fun. You liked it? Yeah, it was really good. But um, uh, we'll have to come up with a name for this i don't know though i was thinking two dudes in a shed two dudes in a shed something like that yeah i don't know i duder <laughs> du- duders in the shed all right we got to talk about the origin of duder before we go though okay i've never heard 
anybody call me Duder. And one of the days, Evan was just like, all right, Duder. And ever since then, I just call, I call Evan Duder all the time. Yeah. Um, and he, like, never calls me it anymore, which is funny. Duder. We used to say it a lot in high school. We would just be like, hey, what's up, Duder? Um, this was way before my time then. Yeah, this was back in, like, 2005. Um, we. Uh, I think that's, like, all the more reason why I'm drawn to this, because nobody says it. Yeah, it's we funny. just called people Duders all the time. Aaron. We always called people Ding Dongs. We, we call people that if someone does something wrong, we'd be like, what are you doing? Ding dong. Yeah. And stuff like that. But I mean, yeah, it's duders are classic. Duder is pretty good. I call a lot of people duders. Um, but yeah, so, but all right. Well, that was the Bogart podcast, uh, special, uh, with Nate or not Nate. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a little, I'm a little, I've been working all day and a couple of non-alcoholic IPAs in them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They always give me shit, Nate and Dave, for that. But I don't know, whatever. Well, but man. this was uh, the Bogart podcast special edition with Nick. Uh, I call him Nick Bogart um, yeah. because he's my son. I'm, but, he's my dad. Uh, we'll do this again. How about that? We'll do it again. Uh, so, till next time, we'll see you on the other side. This has been a Beer Pirate Radio production.